Hello and welcome to another podcast. My name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster and I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Today I want to discuss the 2018 NAR or National Association of Realtors Profile of Buyers and Sellers. This is part two. This report comes from a survey using 129 questions mailed to over 155,000 home buyers who purchased the primary residence between July 2017 and June 2018. Over 7,000 responses were received. This was a national survey, so your market may be quite different. Real estate is local. There's no such thing as a national real estate market, so please contact me for information about your local market. In part one, I focused on buyer characteristics, meaning who is the typical buyer. In this part, I will focus on the process that the typical buyer used to find their home, the results they achieved, and how they felt about their experience. There will be some overlap between parts. As I learned years ago, buying a home is an emotional decision justified with logic. This is what can make it fun or not. The process can be interesting enough when there's only one buyer involved. People have different ways of making decisions and we all handle challenges and stress differently. Buying a home typically offers plenty of both. When more than one buyer is involved, there can be quite a negotiation between the parties and they often seek my opinion. Purchasing a home is typically the largest financial transaction anyone will ever make and it involves many lifestyle factors. It is a serious process. Here are some of the highlights of the report. 86% purchased existing homes. The remaining 14% bought new construction. Nationally, buyers typically paid 99% of the asking price. However, that may mean that there was a price reduction along the way. 56% of buyers said that finding the right property was the most difficult part of the process. 24 mentioned financing, which includes saving for a down payment at 13%, and getting a loan at 8%. 20% cited the paperwork is the most difficult. 16% mentioned understanding the process. And yet, buyers often avoid or delay seeking professional assistance. Given 24-7 access to the internet, some may find this interesting. I'm not surprised. It supports my belief that realtors bring value to the process of buying real estate above and beyond simply providing houses to look at. While that is obviously important, buyers need to arrange financing and determine what they want and need in a house so that they can evaluate their options and make the best choice for themselves, keeping in mind that they may have serious competition. Some houses sell quickly. Buying a home takes time and effort. For example, I have worked with many buyers during my career and have been able to identify houses for them to consider that they did not or could not find on their own. My experience working with sellers, especially those whose properties other agents could not sell, has taught me a great deal about marketing homes to ensure that they appear in buyers' search results. Think Google search. This knowledge helps me with buyers, and I will be happy to explain this in detail if you'd like. 88% finance their purchase, typically financing 87% of the purchase price, with first-time buyers financing 93%, and repeat buyers financing 84%. I guess the disparity there is that the repeat buyers have equity in a home that they're selling. 
9% found the mortgage application process to be much more difficult than expected with only a 1% difference between first-time and repeat buyers. This explains why so many wait to do this, perhaps to their detriment. Sellers tend to focus on three parts of any agreement. The amount of the offer, the buyer's financing, and the terms and conditions of the offer. Sellers want to avoid or minimize the risk of a failed sale. 13% reported that saving for a down payment was the most difficult step with 50% of those citing student loans. This is a problem and it has been well reported. It does delay many aspects of life. 50% of buyers found the home they purchased online, 28% through an agent, 7% from a for sale or an open house sign. There's no doubt that the internet has displaced agents as a valuable source of property listings. No one can or should dispute that. However, it has clearly not displaced the need for us to assist with the numerous tasks that are necessary to buying a house, regardless of where or how it was identified. One final point here is that it's important that a buyer provide accurate information as far as what is important to them. Having a buyer search online for one set of criteria while their buyer agent searches for something different can and will cause problems. We should be finding the same possibilities. Communication is critical. 92% were satisfied with the process, but only 62% reported being very satisfied and 8% reported being very dissatisfied. Buying a house or investment property can be very frustrating. Trying to justify the emotion of a home purchase with logic can be a challenge. I've met a number of owners who told me that they made a mistake when they bought their home. Some realized that sooner than others. While their situations may have varied, this often meant that they would have some difficulty selling or achieving what they wanted or needed to make a move. I can share several stories with you. 26% were given agency disclosures at the initial meeting. In Pennsylvania, you may know this is the consumer notice form that we are required to use. The purpose of this disclosure form is to offer a buyer choices as far as how we are to work together. Historically, many buyers assumed we were representing their best interests, even though they had not formally committed to using our services. Prior to buyer agency, all agents work for the seller's best interests. 23% only received the required disclosure when their offer was being written, 11% received it at some other time. The good news is that 60% received the form even if late. 23% said they never received it, and 18% said they didn't know. In addition to being a realtor and an associate broker, I am a mediator, and I have spent years working on a professional standards committee. In those roles, I have been involved in many situations where the consumer, meaning the buyer or seller, had quite a different perception of their relationship with an agent than the agent had. Trust me when I tell you that this can cause problems. Continuing with that thought, 40% said they had a written representation agreement with their agent, 16% said it was oral, 31% had no agreement, and 14% did not know. Buyers ranked a number of agent qualities. 97% want honesty and integrity, 94% want them to be knowledgeable, 92% want them to be responsive, and 84% of them wanted them to be able to negotiate. Not sure about the 3% who didn't mention honesty and integrity. The top three benefits real estate agents provided were 60% said helping buyers understand the process, 57% said pointing out features or faults with properties, 
and others said negotiating better terms. Buying real estate is a unique purchase. Not only is it much less frequent than other purchases, it typically involves multiple steps, each offering their own challenges. If you would like to discuss buying or selling real estate, or if you have any thoughts about this podcast, please contact me. Please look for part one. Remember, hire wisely. We are not all the same. Thank you as always for listening, and please feel free to comment, like, and share.